What's good, Internet? Welcome to session 127 of Super GG Radio. We're friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your host and super puzzle fighter champion, Alex Arona. That's real. That's real. I conquer in Super Puzzle Fighter. I'd be flipping and switching all day to dump blocks on these other stooges. First up, Joel DeWitt. Good to be here, Alex, but it's too bad because I'm the real puzzle. I can't even say it right. Puzzle Yeah, that just shows that you're not really the champion, not even close. I match so many more blocks than you all day, every day. I will destroy you as Dan. That's how good I am. Ooh, that's a real threat there. Is, is that true for Puzzle Fighter? I, I know he's kind of a joke character in Street no, Fighter. No, he only drops red gems. The entire thing is red, so all it does is give you red gems to match and destroy him with. My so, uh, my uncle is named Dan, and uh, I showed him Street Fighter Alpha 3 once, and I was like, here's Dan, he's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Hadouken! Bitty bitty fireballs. Yep. Uh, also, next up, Eric Getty Gettinger. Sure, fine, Alex. Are we done with this bit? Can we play something fun? Puzzle Fighter is fun? Nope, Puzzle Fighter is life. <laughs> this is mandatory fun, Getty. Keep it up and you'll get even more video game homework. Oh, and lastly, welcome Alex Parks. What's going on, Alex? You're on the ones and twos in the back in the back room. What's going on? Well, you know, uh, actually, there's a game coming out called Paranoia, mand- uh, mandatory fun, that I'm really looking forward to. But it, you know, brings a thought. Isn't all the early adopters technically video game homework? Nope, 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 nope. Not how it works. This week, uh, we get uh, we get to have we get to go back in time and early adopters news. Do some news, Getty. You wrote a bunch of E's and W's and S's in that one. Yeah, there was nothing when I wrote this episode. So, got it. Uh, And then also, you're going to talk about some Returnal in the backlog. But first early adopters where we play alphas betas and mouth horrors mouth horrors <laughs> mouth horrors this game gave me a bad mouth feel but like yep. in a good way <laughs> i mean what's a what's a good bad mouth feel <laughs> it's like i can think of bad mouth feels sriracha? like sand like you, sand. Sriracha? A you remember that game feel? that joel played where you're an alien manipulating some dude's mouth yeah oh, that's a bad mouth feel <laughs> yeah that's a real bad mouth feel <laughs> i'll just say jordanaire Jardinaire? Ba- a good bad mouthfeel? <laughs> What's Jardinaire? 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 Are you, you're from oh. Chicago, right? Yeah. Ugh. I'm so sorry, Chicago. <laughs> Getty, we played... Uh, wait, it's not even on here. Oh, there it is. Uh, <laughs> who's Lila? Who's Lila? I couldn't find it. It's, it's just a hyperlink. We should have put the titles correctly. Who's Lila? Is a... Not, I want to. It looks like it's on a Game Boy, and it is a walking puzzle adventure game where you're finding items and clues and combining items to find and solve different puzzles in the environment. It is a horror game, and also your character does not know how to make facial expressions, so you have to. There's a big picture image on the menu uh, on the right hand side of his face. And you have to manipulate his face when when you're supposed to smile, when you're supposed to be happy, when you're supposed to be mad, when you're supposed to be sad. And uh, people will react in kind. It is a horror game, for sure. It, would it be fair to describe this as Dot Matrix? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I, uh, that's sort of what uh, Damien... There were some games I played as a kid uh, on our old Amiga computer that were visually not dissimilar to this not not like horrifying mario 64 on acid uh <laughs> making the face but like similar aesthetic it's what the whole thing that makes it creepy is that as soon as you move the lips his teeth are constantly just clenched yes so if you lift the middle lip up it's just oh. teeth and then nothing like, but teeth yeah it's it's a lot of teeth and uh, you use it to uh, explore the world. In the demo, there's really only the there's only the school and your house, an apartment complex. Uh, but there are places to explore in the school. There's different endings. There's multiple endings for just the the demo, which is kind of cool. And uh, you, th- from from what I gathered, a friend of yours has gone missing. So 
that's kind of that's kind of where you go with it. It gets creepy. It gets scary. There's did anybody get any endings or no? It was just me. Uh, considering you have trouble just finding the back button, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I didn't. I I, uh, I, I like the look. I, I mean, it's it is very uh, good at the facial expressions of like actually showing his profile pretty well. Everything on the left side for the navigation is a little more muddied and blurry. Uh, but I think it works well. It just it, it makes it look busy even when there isn't a lot on screen, uh, mm. and the music is very moody. Like it it sets up that kind of unsettling tone throughout. So I th- this is one where I I struggled to play it, but I am going to play it. <laughs> like, I I wish listed it on Steam because I am curious and I I think the idea is neat enough. Uh, my my only critique is that. I need more time to make that face. When they when they give you a prompt that someone asks you a question and you're supposed to grab his face and manipulate it, they they have a countdown bar and it goes pretty quickly. I want to say it's roughly like five five to ten seconds. Yeah, and the first thing I tried to do is do the whole Mario thing where you like pull at his eye to go out like that, and then like go like this, and <laughs> it's just like it doesn't it's, move. This is a visual enough. media. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody on Twitch might be watching, uh, but they didn't have that. Like, I, that's what I was expecting. I was expecting a little more. Like, okay, the game's gonna stop for a second. I'm gonna make whatever weird ass face I want to make, and then see how they respond. But it is it is much much quicker than that. And uh, I don't know. It, maybe if they could just like add some controls that are quicker to manipulate the face. But then I feel mm. like it it ruins that sort of like silly putty like moving his face around kind of thing that's fun i i don't know i I hope they loosen up on that time limit all right and um i kind of dug deeper again i got an ending so i kind of want to engage with you guys and just kind of give you a little bit of the stuff you might have missed so there are several parts to the endings and those generally have to do with say um the mystery of your missing friend lila but in certain cases around certain people you are Lila and you talk to mystery you you phone calls you get phone calls asking what are you talking about Lila and then you you find who's making those phone calls and it's a machine uh, you somehow wander into a demon that you have to close the eyes because it's don't look at it don't look at it don't look at it and it's just screaming in your face so it's like a jump scare, but it's staying there, and you have the five seconds to close his eyelids or else you die. Hmm. Then, uh, it, yeah, so st- th- pieces like that where uh, it really kind of breaks convention. To find that point, you had to go to the boiler room, and one of the things the creepy janitor had said to you was that if you listen long enough, you start to go a little crazy, and then you hear jazz, and it becomes a lost woods situation where there's multiple points to exit. But you, if as soon as you get close oh. to one, if you hear the jazz, that's mm. the right place, and you have to go okay. through. And if you pick the wrong one, it'll bring you right back to the beginning. It took me a while, but uh, yeah, the ending I got, uh, the machine had been talking to me via the phone call, and I yelled at it, said stop calling me, and then I r- ripped a piece out of it, and that was ending. That was the ending. So it was pretty wild. Did uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up was did any of you find the journal passcode? No. The internet told me what it was, but I did not <laughs> open it. It was it's a very Metal Gear solid scenario. I told oh I told Joel that. Joel, I had the screen up and mm-hmm. it doesn't go full screen. The game doesn't want to be full screen. It's supposed to be a smaller, you know, view. Yeah. And it's in front of my Steam. And this behind it is, uh, where's Lila? The, you know, the Steam has the new layout with, like, the headline. Right. Yeah. And it says, where's Lila? And if you look, Joel, at the border of the game in Steam, mm-hmm. it shows the passcode to the journal. 3816. <laughs> so I'm sitting there trying to figure out, and then I just look slightly to the right up above the window, and I was like, mm. oh, you... That's clever. That's real clever. <laughs> it just happened to be right there in front of me. I was sitting there staring at it for so long, and I was like, "Whoa, it's right there." It's yeah, weird. but you know, in Metal Gear Solid, eventually they tell you to look at the back of the box, don't they? 
Yes, but that still didn't make any sense mid-game. That's not. <laughs> look at the CD case, and I had the, in the game they give you a CD. It's an inventory item, and I was like, "How do you look at it? How do you look at it? How do you look at the mm. CD in the game in your inventory?" So this was also very funny to me. See, I like the fourth wall breaking that Metal Gear did more with um, Psycho Mantis rather than. Oh, here, look, it's in a separate window, or look at the back of the game case. Those just are... Meh. There's, um, there's a game you might like. Uh, King, it's not Kingsfield, but it's something like that. I have it. I got. I'll play it maybe next week for the backlog, but the way it works is that like, it's kind of like your game that you had us play for uh, video game homework, but that's like the joke. It's a Windows 98 screen, and your spells are in one window as a pop-up, and you know the attacks pop up another window, that, and you have to click on it to like get rid of, to block the attack. It's a, it's a joke. Uh, it sounds like punishment. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. It's yeah, get, it, get a, punish, fun games are not punishment. I mean, the botch thing was clever for its time. You, you know, it's nineteen ninety eight or something like that. Well, and back to who's Lila. The <laughs> other kind of creepy thing is that your guy cannot make facial expressions. But at a certain point, you get questioned by some people who accuse you of taking Lila and kind of start hinting that you were the last one to see her. What did you do with her, you monster? And you see the guy's facial expression. He starts to smile. He starts, and you could change it. You can fight it, but he's fighting the urge to smile like a creepy, mm-hmm. creepy weirdo. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's a darkness to your character. That that was very like, oh, we're doing this now, mom. <laughs> yeah the game kind of it gives you a convention and then flips it against you and it's like oh oh right or 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 kind of like the doty doty thing where it's like you try to make the choice and it keeps on saying like no make this choice instead Uh, i saw it as your guy's a creepy murderer or kidnapper and is is having problems hiding his real emotion and it's like oh oh." allegedly well i mean you guys didn't read that journal it gets kind of murdery allegedly well i'm allegedly uh going to wish list where's lila or who's lila what's lila hey there delilah <laughs> no you know what's not delilah aeon drive we also played aeon drive a 2d uh pixel art platformer uh that essentially you only have uh what 10 10 to 20 30. seconds 30 seconds to beat a level, and uh, otherwise you go right back to the beginning in a loop, a time loop. So you have to beat the timer. Getty, tell me about Aeon Drive. Yeah, I mean, you you described it. <laughs> you have 30 minutes. Not, not 30 minutes. You have 30 seconds to escape. So it's a series of stages. Uh, you do have a weapon that you can use to attack, or you can use it to teleport. It's a sword, but you can, like, throw it. And it can kill enemies, but if you stick it in a wall, then you can zip over to where it is. And that's one of the things that you need to be able to do in order to progress. But it's very, very quick. And uh, the game is set up so that if you want to, you can try and collect some of the additional items that are sitting around in the stage to give yourself more time. Or even some gems. <laughs> Don't worry about it's it. Definitely, <laughs> it's definitely uh, a lot of... strategic planning uh, as you go into each of the stages you can have a plan of attack or you could just try and wing it I found as I got further in I needed to you know lose a couple of times so I could figure out what I needed to do Uh, switches get introduced later in the demo so having to find what door the switch opens and then run back to it Uh, but one of the things I really liked is the teleport sword you could actually aim it in all the directions it wasn't just like the four cardinal directions if i wanted to go kitty corner if i wanted to try and like just a little bit up then i could do that i found at a certain point i stopped like i stopped like running and just started teleporting everywhere and sliding and sliding but the teleport was just so zippy you like forward you throw your sword hit a wall teleport up hit a wall teleport angle down teleport i just started jumping and throwing it straight down teleporting like pretty directly just jumping throw jumping throw jumping throw yeah but one hit and you're dead so you really have to be careful 
I didn't find that there are too many enemies, and even then it was like a single sw like swipe and they were gone. So it's more about the speed running aspect, and I think that's pretty heavily focused on that they want you speed running. You know, this game is made for speed runners. Yeah, combat is just another obstacle on this obstacle course. It, it, it is not a meaningful challenge to take these things down. It's more like if you get in the groove of running somewhere, you might accidentally run into one of them and, and knock you out in the meantime. The... I didn't use the teleport the way you guys did. I I am too much of a sucker. I, 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 I'm a sucker for wall jumps. You know, and uh. this has a very good wall jump. It uh, That is a very good tool, and there's this cool usage where, like, there are these spots where there were just spikes. It was just a row of spikes, but there was a tiny little gap, and you could use the teleport to teleport through that. And I know what you're talking it. about. But yeah. uh, other than that, it's it feels good. I mean, the run running feels good. Uh you know, the wall jumps feel good. I can use Combat. a boss fight. Mm-hmm. I would have liked that. Uh, yeah. It has that sort of, I guess, cyberpunk aesthetic to it, which which works for what it is. I, uh, I think, uh, I think I lost track where I was going with that. It's okay. <laughs> um, you were remembering like about 30 game. seconds. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Well, I, was there anything meaningful in those collectibles other than a point? increase not that they, i could tell the, the guy at the start said that there was some sort of time add that could happen if you collect enough oh yeah things, if you collect but... enough of the pellets i think it's four pellets you can mm -hmm. burn it to gain five seconds but, okay uh there were very few times when i was like oh yeah i definitely need that now yeah i i found myself not caring too much about the pickups and just trying to get to the end goal uh like you said daddy it's it's very like trial and error after you get into the more complex ones it, the comparison i would give to it, it's almost like uh super meat boy or celeste in that same sort of like you're having to go through these sequences it's not quite as like live or die you know kind of moments where you have to have pinpoint precision but it's the same like okay you die it restarts right away you die it restarts right away and then you can just keep on going until you beat it what i the the thing I like most about it is that the worlds and the, like the levels were kind of bigger, top to bottom, so there were multiple ways to do anything. There was just paths yes. on paths on paths. I found one where I just jumped up a wall, and uh, instead of going through like a whole maze, I just jumped up the wall, got on top, and then just kind of ran. Or I also found one that it was a bottomless pit, and I would just angle my sword teleport fall angle my sword teleport fall and it was very difficult but i got through it just because i wanted to try to do something different and there's just so many ways to do that that level there's just so many different paths and different bounce you know bounce pads and locked doors and all this different stuff that you can explore but you're just trying to get through it as fast as possible but i would do it completely different than you than getty than anybody because it just it's so many variations to it yeah now, are the levels proc gen, or is the first level the first level? And I want to believe it's all already set. Yeah. I feel like it has to be. And then Otherwise, you'd, be get, the, you'd get a bunch of dead ends otherwise. Yeah, like the Super Meat Boy or the Celeste of it, because those well, are all, like, you know what you... Um, you don't know what you need to do, but it's already generated. You don't have to randomly generate it. Yeah, and well, tw 20XX and I don't know about 30XX <clears throat> had that same feel where you were uh, going through the levels super uh, Mega Man style, and those were all procedurally generated. That's true. Yeah, but these are very methodically like mapped out. The gems are in a specific place that are meant to be difficult to get. So I'd, there's a lot that's good here. I want to see a little bit more depth of the gameplay, though. I would like to see the like the speed actually be incorporated as the game goes along, or even uh, you have that much time, however much you saved from the previous levels during a boss fight, because I think that would add a whole new mechanic to the game, and it would probably make it a little bit difficult with the one-hit reset, but I don't know. I'm a sucker for long, drawn-out fights. And that's why like I've been on this episode, or this uh, podcast, for a hundred and something episodes. So, and th this is the final boss of your free time. Yeah, 
It's true. I, I, I do like that idea, like being able to bank extra time from the levels leading up to the boss fight and adding some sort of cumulative number to the boss fight time. That's that's clever. Th- and that also would include going backwards to try to redo a level to get some extra time. Right. It gives you more replayability and ways and wants to master it. So that was Aeon Drive. And uh, lastly, I just kind of want to talk about uh, Death Trash. Joel, we have a beta breakdown live as we speak of Death Trash. Who approved that? (laughs) I'm in charge of the beta breakdown, so I approved it. I was voluntold. Yep. Joel, be here at 10. Okay. And then, like, at the end of it, you're like, damn it, I'm wishlisting this game. Death Trash is an uh, isometric kind of top-down... Uh, action RPG uh, by way of like Fallout. Uh, ask me, hey, uh, tell me if you've heard this one before. You are in a sealed area at underground and are suddenly kicked out into a wasteland. Never heard of it. I'm sure that there's nothing. Is there any nuclear Fallout? Uh, there is lots of it. And in, uh, here's the the differentiator: growing meat. Out of the ground. Everywhere. Meat. Flesh. Growing. I don't know, man. (laughs) I don't know. Getty, you missed it. You could have been introduced to the flesh kraken. That sounds a lot more sexual than you think. (laughs) Joel, Joel, was the flesh kraken sexual in any way? I I mean, everybody has their own tastes and preferences, Al. He, uh, I think, it compared it to like a sad puppy dog with yeah. like mouth oh. tendrils. <laughs> like, like it, it had a sort of like dog who hasn't seen you all day and doesn't know when you're coming back. Kind of looked in his eyes. It, it was actually kind of endearing for a big flesh monster. But it's made out of meat. Mm-hmm. Yep, allegedly. allegedly. I fed it to cyborg, a cyborg head who wanted to look like a human, so it put meat on its face. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot of meat jokes, aren't there? Uh, well, you eat it. That's, you know, because that's what, you know, it's just growing out of the ground everywhere. Uh, you know, there's a flesh nexus. I talked to the flesh nexus and uh, became a, a uh, worm oracle. And uh, did this flesh yeah. nexus have like a, a, what did it look like? Was it a, like a graboid from Tremors? Well, no, those are those are just flesh worms. The flesh oh. nexus is a gate well. that you that speaks to your mind psychically. It's just a big piece of meat that talks to you. Yes. I feel like I left your stream too early on Monday. This game is wild. It's pretty fun. It's fun. You have uh, you have gear. You have uh, abilities. I had lightning fingers. Uh, I had guns, and that took a long time to reload. You had a dodge that was a little Dark Soulsian, and then uh, uh, I you know you have a stealth. Your stats are based on, you know, stealth, talking to animals, uh, you know, charisma checks, you'll get bartering, different things like that. And uh, I had a lot lot of fun with it. It is a lot more action-oriented than when you think of, like, old Fallout games. It's it's very twitch-paced with movement and combat. The enemies are actively, you know, running towards you and attacking you. Uh, You know, it's like... uh, if it looks like the way I think it is, which is like a condensed, uh, quicker-paced, Fallout-style gameplay and story, then that that's up my alley. And that, that's why I did pick it up after we uh, did the break, beta breakdown, because it, it, it seems interesting, and I hope they actually keep working on it and complete it. Well, I mean, it's currently in early access. I can see it. Uh, they, they've done a lot to it so far that it's very progressive. There's lots of quests and design and, and just custom interactions with people. I met a guy just hanging out naked by a lake, just doing naked stuff. He had a cool dance. What's naked stuff? Doing dances. A little hip thrusting. It was weird. By a lake? Is he like a piss wizard? No, not quite like a piss wizard, but he was a nice man. All right. Cool. Uh, so that was Death Trash. Uh, we had a we had a good week. It was a good week of games. I think that we're still on a hot streak. I'm waiting for that to crash and burn. We get one game that we're just like, man, this kind of blows. But not yet. Uh, but now it seems like we're stuck in the same 30-second loop. Let's try to escape in the break. 
Hey news, my spirit animal is the business goose. I'm wearing a suit, in case you're wondering. I like it. Walked like in it. off the street, into a podcast. I like my what? podcast business casual, but... I'm wearing a shirt that says I hate Illinois Nazis. Slacks and a golf oh. shirt. Biz cash. Uh, news, we got lots of news. Uh, first piece of news... Quake rated by ESRB for pretty much everything, and has actually just uh, since we wrote this has come out. Say Joel House Quake. On us. Uh, it's very fast Doom. Yeah. Which is good. If you, I liked it. If you like that kind of thing. Save it for the backlog next week, Joel. Sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, new a new Ace Combat game in development. Anybody play play those Ace Combat games? Not since the uh, first one. Four. That was the last one I played. You mean I, I heard, fly I heard shooting? Yeah, yeah. I heard seven was decent. I uh, I wish I made time to play those more. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of games I want to play. Uh, Kiryu from Yakuza is playable in Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. That is awesome. That is awesome. It's a good you know, Sega. Sega making their making their connections. Anybody here play Super Monkey Ball? Never. I used to. This makes me to want play to play it again. <laughs> this, this yeah. is what makes you want to play. Get Kiryu. Hey, I've been, I've been hearing word of uh, Smash mods, and they put Kiryu in Smash. I'm into that too. So, let's go. Let's get Kiryu and more things. Is this a recent thing with you? Well, I mean, I've been playing Yakuza Zero awesome. for the fifth time. <laughs> I'm making progress. <laughs> You are? That, that is that is the Joel stool of video game playing right there. Playing yep. the same section three or four times and then putting it down. I'm making progress, damn it. Alright, uh, uh, Getty, do you want to talk about Pokemon news or are you good? What do you got? There is uh, the Pokemon new, the two news. new games that are the remakes of the old games and then you also have the open world one. But is there something new that came up? Uh, trailers for both. Turns out they both look okay. Like, actually solid. I mean, I know that... Is it Diamond and Pearl? That's the ones that they remade. Yeah. They look a lot more like the newest one that came out. And that's kind of exciting. I don't know. I'm on the fence about whether I want to just, like, get the two-pack and force my sister into playing. Because she has a Switch and never uses it. Do hmm. that. But, I mean... Yeah, maybe I'll do that. It's a lot of fun. I like what they did with the newest one. And then the open okay. world one. I mean, we'll see what happens with it. It it could be bad. It could be Pokemon, so. Uh, I mean, well, again, it, everyone's saying it looks solid, so. I mean, it is Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Next piece of news, Dead by Daylight removing Stranger Things DLC November 17th. It turns out it was only a timed DLC. Are they going to add a new one for when the next season comes out i thought i saw pinhead yeah yeah the next guy like hellraiser pinhead yes oh hell no they have the guy hell from scream yes they have Ghostface from scream in there pinhead's a this... joke that movie was terrible hellblazer <laughs> hey. can kiss the fattest part of i'm done they removed Move my, you guys removed my <laughs> other piece of news which is will smith uh in fortnite thought i put that in there no maybe. no i did not sense i your news. didn't see that in here yeah will smith is in Fortnite now with ariana grande ripley the xenomorph uh cammy oh, just Guile. as a character what just as a character yeah skin <laughs> i thought cammy, it was gonna be one of those Guile, things. ryu ken uh thor so wait we can captain america skin what? celebrities now it's okay to go out and do nope. that as a hobby? Nope, 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 nope. No. I think the Ghostbusters are in Fortnite. <laughs> There's probably more that I'm missing. I think the Terminator's in Fortnite. <laughs> I think Sub-Zero's in there, possibly. Al Alec, I think it's only okay if you use every piece of the celebrity. Like, you have to have well, ethical consumption. Yeah, you got to put the lotion on the skin. You can get some Saren Saren Fate, uh, a game we played on this podcast, uh, has a release date of August twenty fifth. It, it, it looks, 
It looks a lot like Stardew, but uh, plays a little bit more with witchcraft and more about just crafting in general to create potions and different spells. So, Saren Fate, August 25th. Freebies. We got some freebies this week. We got The Mims beginning, an indie gala. A Dream Remake, Itch.io. Leisure Suit... I don't... Leisure Suit Larry won in the Land of the Lounge Lizards, an indie gala. That game looks bad. That game's like an it's Amiga ancient. game. Yeah. Uh, and then Void Bastards, a great game. Uh, great uh, roguelike. And Ukulele. Both of them on the Epic Game Store. I think I bought Void Bastards on Steam and then also installed it on Game Pass and then I think I also bought it on Switch. Why? Hey, he I does this all the time. Yeah, I do this kind of a lot. Thing. How many places does he own Sludge Life? And Yakuza. And Route Zero. Kentucky Route Zero is th- two to three places. Yeah. Two to three. Gaddy! Gaddy! Your spirit animal is a pissed off salad cat and you know it. I love that salad cat. <laughs> he sent me a picture of a pissed off salad cat the other day. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. back back with the backlog blog where we play games to explore death yeah actually that's the theme of this backlog blog this week uh i was playing uh necrobarista final pour uh, uh you know if you give it you know cards on the table i reviewed that for nintendo world report uh i really enjoyed that game i i was very excited to play it again 8.5 <laughs> out of 20 out of ten. Ouch. Out of a hundred? Out of so, five. Neko Barista is the visual novel that kind of reminds me of Clerks, where you have some people who work at a coffee shop, but they work at it poorly, very snarky, very comedic, just less vulgar, which is good. And, you know, not everything's a dick joke, et cetera, et cetera. In a row? But, yep. With a deeper meaning, a deeper story, I've said it a thousand times. But I want to talk about what they brought into it, which is... First, there was a, when you go from chapter to chapter, there are keywords that you see that will give you, like, you can pull up extra, extra like, conversations that'll be a little uh, bonus, like, joke here and there. At the end of the, the chapter, you would pick some of those words to, like, bank, and then there would be hidden text, just, like, hidden text side stories that you can read about, but you'd have to unlock it by spending those banked words. Uh... So, but it also gated you from the extra content. They got rid of all that. They got rid of that. Now it's just here is an extra text story if you want to read it. Fantastic. The second thing is that in between each chapter, there are the, it's like a, not a chorus, but like, you know, in, in plays, there's like an intermission. Mm-hmm. And the intermission is these three robots that are made of like milk cartons. And yeah. they talk about the proceedings, like what happened, like, oh man, that sure was crazy. And they go back and forth. Now they give you a drawing mode where you just draw on fa- draw faces on them. So it's like, well, that's inconsequential nor nece- unnecessary. Also, it's not touchscreen, so it's like the sticks. It isn't great. Hmm. So opportunity. Exactly. So I'm like, ah, whatever. Let's throw out. But what I really liked is that they gave you now a studio mode, which is essentially just developer tools to make your own visual novels. And that's where I like it. They give you the full character models in like 20 different positions each, multiple camera angles, shifting from scene to scene, text that can be come in just like explosively or just like, you know, read slowly. The music, the background, the lighting, you can put different cameras or different cameras, different lights on the characters to give them like a spotlight. All of this stuff to have your, to build your own visual novel. The, it's very cool. The problem I had is that it's barely ex- it's not it's not explained. They just say studio mode, go for it. And it's like, "Oh, this is just kind of a lot and hard to parse." <laughs> and then when doing the camera angles, there's three different bars 
one leg is like horizontal or one like left or right one's up or down one's forward or back like depth but the problem is it doesn't tell you which one you're selecting so if you go left or right then click the down button it doesn't highlight the next bar but it is the next bar so if you just accidentally tap the up button you're just like gonna, you're like oh now the camera's going up up and down i didn't want that it, it's that hmm. it, that's a little flawed i got one crash out of it by constantly messing with a bunch of different settings rapid fire until it crashed which was great uh but also not ideal and uh going through all of the processes i was able to make a two panel comic uh it took me an hour and 10 minutes and what it's it was che and uh maddie the barista and it was them sitting at the train station and maddie says you know i hate you right and then it pans to che and then it says i know and that was the that, that was the extent of my that was my that was me making spending an hour and 10 minutes tower 15 minutes it's hardcore this game this game come out on pc it did it was for there first it's been out for since 2019 but okay. this version of it, do you know if it came no, out? No, this version, no. It's a timed Switch exclusive to have all this extra content and stuff. Okay. And oh, it okay. does have extra stories. And, and like some of that, those stories are really in-depth. They, they hit the right marks when it counts. So you get the snark. You get the, like one of the side stories is two like, 14 to 19-year-olds just talking about what it means to be emo but not being emo. But like being like... <laughs> You know, sometimes I think about just the darkness sometimes. And it's like, ew, your guys are, like, lame. And it's like, <laughs> oh, man, Fallout Boy. And, like, I'm like, oh, my God. But that's what, you know, that's what those kind, those aged people are like. Those know, just, people? That's what it's like when you're a teenager. You're annoying. And you think that everything you do is, like, some sort of grand revelation that no one's ever thought of. And you're just like, oh, what I say is just deep. It's like, no, it's not. You're a, teen, you're a tween. Get out of here. I bet we feel the same way about 30-year-olds 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. For, for real. But <laughs> uh, I just I thought the way it was written with those characters in that new story is very good, and it made me feel like... It, it reminded me of me, and that instantly made me hate it in a way that I was like, <laughs> okay, fair. A little self-loathing goes along. Fine. I get it. I was annoying. Thanks, Necrobarista. Which is good. It's good. It was that, that just to me also shows that it's it's very authentic writing. It's writing from a place that feels like those characters. Again, it felt like me. And that's what I liked about it. So I just wanted to shout out the Neko Barista Final Pour. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad I replayed it. I enjoyed it again. Had the same emotional feelings towards it. But having, a, you know, if, uh, having it had the first time, I still could look at it objectively and, and, and still fall in love with those characters again. Now, Getty, you returned to Returnal. Or is this your first time? My first time. There we go. So how do you return to Returnal if you haven't returned yet? I mean, I think if you're playing Returnal, you're technically returning. I don't know. It's a gray area. I tried to get Alex to buy this one. He wouldn't buy it, so... That's not actually how it worked at all. You said, like, Returnal's on sale. And I was like, ooh, Getty, where? Let me know. And then you're like, I already bought it. I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, whatever, man. No, I was trying I to convince you, you to get it. I was like, hey, Alex, you should buy a Returnal. Let me know how yeah, it is. Yeah, I said, okay. I said, yeah. Uh, as soon as I find it on sale, man, I'll pick it up. And you're long. like, I already bought it. You took too long. It's simple as that. I had, it was like 20 minutes. <laughs> I had to play it. I was like, you, t- you texted me that at a GameStop, and you're like, you should play Returnal. Uh, I did <laughs> not. I think I was outside of a GameStop, so. There we go. <laughs> All right, what are, you, what are your, tell me about Returnal. So, uh, I don't know, uh, I think that Joel, he probably will never play it. Hey. <laughs> oh, I know Alec won't play it, because he'll have to get a PlayStation 5. And unless I mean, Alex uh, <clears throat> places a bet with him. And it's going to owe him a PlayStation 5. You know, I'm sure eventually it'll come out on the PlayStation 17, and I might have one then. Yeah. So, Returnal, it's a third-person shooter. Uh, Mm. Rogue-ish. I don't want to pigeonhole myself here. I'm just going to say rogue-ish. You... uh, 
crash land on a planet, and uh, you are trying to figure out where this mysterious signal is coming from. And as you start to explore, you see that the ground is littered with corpses, and they are of yourself. And mm. you are trying to break the cycle and figure out what happened and get out. Because every time you die, you restart from the ship that you crash landed in. There are things that you can unlock that will be available on other uh, the subsequent playthroughs, like weapons, artifacts, which can have no negative impact on you. Um, there's parasites, which will have a positive and a negative impact. And then you can get malfunctions if you pick up like a tainted piece of gear or uh, different stuff in the environment. So a lot of it is trying to find the perfect run <laughs> and collect enough materials and stuff so that you don't get completely just destroyed by the bosses. Or even the most random stuff will just come out and kill you. So hmm. the the thing that's really keeping me interested in it... I. I've gotten to the third boss. I understand wow. that there's six, um, but I got a little bit stuck. The last couple of plays that I did, I haven't been able to upgrade my suit's integrity, which gives you more life, mm. or find good enough weapons, so I'll just get completely stomped out by anything. But the... Uh, additional story that's going on is that there's this weird house that exists and mm -hmm. when you go into the house it switches from third person to first person and then it gives you like little drops of story and it's it's creepy like it's straight up <laughs> creepy from what i've gathered so far it has something to do with your mother being a, a drunk or just neglectful and you having to grow up without her um and that's why you're an astronaut i guess but then there's also this creepy wow. astronaut that hangs out outside of the house whenever you're inside and it, it, you don't talk to the astronaut and whenever you try and interact with it it does like the jump scare stuff so man this game is creepy. spooky spooky huh yeah that's that's the spooky part the spoopy part everything else is uh pretty straightforward I'm going to figure out, hopefully this weekend I'll end up with a little bit of time. I'm hoping that everybody leaves me alone on Sunday. But <laughs> but I don't know, man. The Kenny, okay, you want to do something on Sunday? Bro. <laughs> Kenny, this is a visual medium. Leave me, leave me alone for my birthsmiths. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Just give me a day. Hi, are as, you as, as your dog stares yeah. at you. As he jumps <laughs> up and you like, hey, hi. This is a visual medium. Oh. <laughs> so, Getty, you, oh, you're enjoying bluff. Returnal. Is it like a bullet hell? It's it kind of like that. So, it, in a way, it reminds me a little bit of Nier, because mm -hmm. the bosses and some of the enemies, they'll just, like, start shooting webs of bullets at you <laughs> And you get a dodge, and the dodge is pretty good, but it has a, a like a cooldown on it. So mm -hmm. if you dodge wrong, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. but it, I, if you've seen any of the graphics from it or any video gameplay, the the enemies will shoot shots everywhere. Some of them are heat seeking. A lot of them are just generic. They'll shoot it out in an arc. The weapons. So. There's, I'm just going to get on my soapbox here for a second. Oh, God. All right, so there's the generic stuff, like a pistol, you have like an assault rifle. Uh, a rocket launcher was the most recent one that I unlocked. But then you get some of the ones from the alien planet, and uh, one of them's called like the Glob Lobber. <laughs> and it just like... Lob globs. It, it shoots a... Uh, I a have a Lob Glob and Block. Poison bullet that'll deal damage over time but it shoots so slowly and it, it has the gears of war like reload mechanic so if you time it just right then it'll refresh your ammo reload it with a damage boost i hate the glob lobber whatever the hell it's called i and whenever i i get it it turns out to be like the best weapon that i've encountered in my runs and i'm like oh i don't want this garbage all right 
rant done. Welcome to the Gab Log and Blog Blog. <laughs> the Glob Lob and Backlog Blog. There you go. I did it, Getty. You would think with advanced alien technology, they'd have more effective weapons. They wouldn't be throw- lobbing globs. I'm sure that there is a better one later on, but I'm more of a assault rifle kind of guy. I got the reload on that down pretty well, and the alternate fire, it varies between weapon, and I've had the most success with that one. I can usually get, like, heat-seeking shots or something crazy. But mm-hmm. it's it's all about picking away at it and eventually getting the perfect run. There you go. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying Returnal. Shout out to Jalen. There we go. What's up, Jalen? Uh, now let's move on to one last thing. One last thing where we give one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend, new listener, into the weekday. For me... I rearranged my monitor setup at my desk. I put my PS4 there. Now the PS5 is on the main TV. And I put an HDMI switch. I finagled everything. And now I am so happy. I, I'm excited. I'm playing my play at my PlayStation 4 again. I'm going to do it on stream. I like having the, my double monitors. One for the game. One for my computer. And uh, I don't have to unplug it, replug it, do the whole thing anymore. Now it's just there. And that's good. Joel? Oh, uh, there's too many good games to play and not enough time. I mean, that's just... that's just. should probably that's... quit your job to play video games <laughs> full-time. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I hear about these long games. Like, that's why I liked the, the idea of that Death Trash game. It's just, like, it, it might have that bite-sized experience of a Fallout game without actually being, like, a do, you know, two dozen, fifty-hour game. Just uh, I need more of those small, condensed little nuggets of those experiences. Yeah, I think that I think it'll be good for that. Getty, one last thing. So Joel tweeted out something controversial earlier in the week that Final <laughs> Fantasy VII is just a collection <laughs> of mini games. How dare you? And uh, I, I being, mean, he's right. Being that I'm playing through you? it right now, and I finished the. Uh, uh, submarine minigame. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. It's not bad. Don't get me no, wrong. No, it's, it's, it's not an insult. It's just a classification. Yeah. It's, it's something that I well. didn't even realize until... And then you can go I'll back and replay you. all the minigames if you go to the Golden Saucer. So Saucer, Yep. It, it's, we're hiring um, on the website. And now It, it is absolutely wario wear for playstation <laughs> apply to join super gg radio and replace these three fools i uh i am going to try and breed my super mega chocobo so oh nice so you can get knights of the round yep nice. i mean i could just cheat and beat the game with the because i have it on switch and you can do the oh. ultimate function but that's no fun i spent like the last two days doing all the battle stuff in the arena so that I could get Omni Slash. I could have cheated at any point. I just didn't feel motivated to do it. There you go, Getty. Alec, what's your one last thing? I just need people to stop being sick so I can play games again. Yeah. Alec, when people were healthy, you weren't playing games. Ooh. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I was playing I mean, them kinda, more. I mean, that's kind of the problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's not sick, and they all want to hang out with me. Damn it. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and Twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where it's coming to an end of an era. The man has a job now. Kevin Hartwig. This will be his last stream on this Friday. I don't know what he's playing yet. It might be Fallout 76. It might be Pokemon. But he's taking a break from streaming. So that means our streaming schedule this week will be Alec playing some Metroidvanias on Sunday, me playing Persona 5 Royal on Monday, 2D Tuesdays with Joel, Wednesday nothing, Thursday podcast, Friday, we are going to have Kevin Hartwig streaming his last stream. Saturday, Joel, you doing the Skylander Saturday, huh? Skylander and up, yeah. We actually, we've been double dipping on Tuesday too, so uh, <gasps> we're 
we're getting close to the end of the first Skylanders, and then we're on to Giants, which is arguably the best one. I almost threw up in my mouth because that was so disgusting that you're not playing 2D games on any Tuesday. Not it's really. Only temporary. It's, it's only temporary. It's only temporary. It's fine. And if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com. Provide a review on iTunes. We have beta breakdowns. We have death trash. We have not for broadcast. We have a lot of other uh, things going on on our YouTube. Subs- like and subscribe. Watch, comment. Let's go. Uh, review on iTunes or the glob lobber of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG Joel. Good game. GG Getty. GG. GG Alec. Good game. Good night, everybody. <laughs>